God bless you and keep you one more time in Jesus' name. He is greatly and worthy to be praised um, according to some there is none like him there is none you can search high you can search low you can search this earth you can search um your mind thinking about to ex-friends ex-lovers ex-dates ex-husbands um whatever you got going on you can think to ex-pimps ex-lawyers ex-doctors anything you have people who are in and out your life wreck your brain right now research your brain and think of anybody who you thought who you think to compare Jesus, and I will tell you, you're greatly mistaken. There's none like him. Think of your favorite preacher, and he's not Jesus. Think of your favorite bishop, and she's not Jesus. Think of your favorite actor, and they're not Jesus. Think of your favorite porn star, and they're not Jesus. Woo! My God, and here's time out for the foolishness. It's time out for sugarcoating things. It's time to give folks away. Think of your dealer. Think of your 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 cool body dear Cabo. Think of somebody who you own, perhaps may have gotten your drugs from. Perhaps your favorite pimp. Perhaps in the in the name of Jesus. Uh, your favorite lawyer. Your favorite Akobadia Cardia Dosho. Your favorite singer. Your favorite entertainer. Your favorite actor. Your favorite actress. Your favorite movie. Whatever it is, it still doesn't compare to the Lord Jesus. Christ, yeah, nothing compares to him. If I was to lose him, then I'll probably lose my mind. That's probably what's going on. Because sometimes when you get in a fight, when you get in a battle, you're going to have to remind yourself who the Lord is in your life. And then also you're going to have to remind yourself who the Lord is to you. Because sometimes in the name of Jesus Christ, sometimes we get ourselves in all kind of situations and binds and challenges and different things that we may be going through in our lives. And we're saying, Lord, where are you in the midst of all this? But sometimes we forget God. And we forget God when we don't stay consistent. Then we start losing our edge. I love bullshit. We start losing our confidence. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to have to keep our confidence in God to the end. We want to work on our confidence. We want to regain our confidence. I remember back in the day, back in, in the 90s, when I was running track at Pontiac Northern High School, world famous Hall of Fame uh, championship winning coach James Nelson, uh, pulled a, the, the track we was going through some times where we were losing some meets and losing some dual meets and losing um, some, some track meets and stuff like that. And, and James Nelson, he, he put us to the side. Yes, he did. And he said to us, it's not that you guys don't have talent. It's not that you guys can't win these meets and win these races. It's that you guys are lacking confidence right now. You don't lost your confidence in yourself. And when you lose confidence, you don't want to run the race. You don't want to, you know, even though you may have some talent. Even, and when you lose confidence, you, you are ashamed of losing. Or you may be ashamed of competing. You may just be in the, the fact that you just don't feel like you're confident enough just even to compete. He said he put us to the side and, and, we, and we would turn our season around. And now in that, that time forward, and to correct me if I'm wrong, glory to God, some of you who are around Pontiac Northern or perhaps around Pontiac Michigan, Northern went on to win two more state championships after he said that. Global Shakarabah, different Oakland County championships, different um invitational meet championships, different regional championships and things of that sort. Glory to God. 
all because I do believe all because that day he told he said he set some spirit over us and he said you guys have lost your confidence when he told us that we were getting to regain hallelujah what we have lost that's what I want to say to you right now it's not that you don't have talent it's not that you don't have a degree it's not that you don't have a, a trade school degree. It's not that you, in the name of Jesus, don't have in the name of Jesus, the CEO position. It's not that you're not uh, capable enough to get the house, the car, the land, the husband, the wife. It's not because you don't have the ability to make your life better. It's that you don't lost confidence in yourself. You don't lost confidence in God. Hallelujah. And today, what we want to do for you is we want to help you regain your confidence. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 1. And I'm going to start reading for something to you real quick. It says this, Paul and Timothy, bond servants of Jesus Christ, all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, who with the bishops and the deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from this day until now. Watch this now. He says, being confident. This is Philippians 1 and 6. This is being confident of this very thing. What's that, Paul? That he who has begun a good work in you will complete it into the day of Jesus Christ. Some of you right now in the name of Jesus, you think God is done with you. You look at your life, you're saying God is done with you. You're looking at your marriage, you're saying God is done with you. You're looking at your job, your house, your car, your land. Hallelujah, your kids. You're looking at all this stuff and you're saying, God is done with me. And you into a point of discouragement, into a point where you don't, you just start, you don't want to try anymore. But right now, the same God who blessed you the last time will bring you out this time. God is not done with you yet. He is not throwing a towel on you. He the one who has begun to work in you. And God is a God. He completes what he starts. Sometimes we think that God is like us. Sometimes we get ourselves in a situation we don't complete what we started. And I'm not just necessarily saying you got to be, you got to start a job. You got to retire at that same job in the next 40, 50 years. Glory God, what I'm saying is when you go to a job, when you set up some things for your life, you set up some goals for your life. Hallelujah. You may get a job and the job perhaps may be a means to an end. But did you accomplish everything that you set up to accomplish while you had that job? Did you have, did you may have decided, well, I want a particular amount of savings before I move on to the next position. I want a particular amount of uh, a credit and different things. And you did not com accomplish and complete that. Right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, and that sometimes we begin to thank God that uh, people may come in and start a church and, and don't complete it and leave and put somebody else over the church. Oh, different things we may have done in our lives. We may have started a degree. And, and in the name of Jesus, didn't finish the degree. We made a start writing a book. And in the name of Jesus, didn't even finish the book. God is not like that. God is a God. Is a God. What he does, he has started something in you. And God completes what he starts. The work begins with him. So so you're thinking to yourself, well, I, I'm holding God up. No, you're not. You're not holding God up at all. <laughs> being confident of this very thing that God is going to complete the work that he has in you God is going to finish in you what he started I know you're shacked up right now but God is going to complete it I know in the name of Jesus that you're struggling with pornography right now, but God's going to complete you. 
I know right now you was probably involved in a threesome last night, but God is going to complete it. I know right now in the name of Jesus you sent some things out that you wish you could get back, but God is going to complete it. I know right now, Rabbi Shokoria Maha, that there's some things perhaps going on in your life that you don't want nobody to know about. There's some things in your life right now you probably do want somebody to know about. There's some things in your life right now, Kabo Shikaraba, you wish you could take back what you can. God is going to complete it. He's going to complete the thing that he has for you. Right now, you are distracted. You're in a relationship, distracted. You're distracted by bills, finance. You're distracted by all these things. But I'm telling you right now, he that begun a good work in you shall complete it into the day of Jesus Christ. That's why I look at preachers cock-eyed and cross-eyed when they try to preach, save folks into hell. When preachers stand up in the pulpit Sunday after Sunday and preaching everybody that into hell. My brother, my sister, you cannot say what God is not going to So you other words, what you're saying is every Sunday then, that God can complete what he started. God, you didn't start it. Man didn't start it. God started salvation. God started that thing. He's going to complete it into the day of Jesus Christ. So if you're trying to preach somebody who is saved, actually, I ain't talking about somebody who's not saved, but somebody who is already saved, already filled up with the gift of the Holy Ghost, already, but now perhaps they are in the ends of caught up in some mess and struggling, no doubt, but glory to God. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you're going to tell that, you're going to preach them into hell. Really? Because in other words, what you're saying, if you do that is, God can complete what he started. It's like a man start that build, to start building a house, right? And you laid the foundation, he started building a house. And then you pass by the house, it's a couple of months, three or four months, you notice people don't stop working. And all of a sudden, you don't pass, the house still look the same way, it's still incomplete. And you start asking folks, what happened to the house? What's going on with the house? Oh, a man began to build, but he didn't have enough material. He ran out of money. He ran out of time. He ran out of patience. He ran out of faith. He couldn't do, he couldn't finish the work. So now we just sitting there with an incomplete house. I see that sometimes with buildings, when you ride by certain buildings, and you say, man, what happened to that building over there? What's going on? Well, the people ran out of material, or the folks didn't want to pay the people, so they left, and they didn't have, and they just ran out of time, they ran out of patience, they ran out of money, and, and, and nobody wanted to mess with it, and so you just see an incomplete building. I don't see people also build a building. Gobo shit, baja. Build a little, little shop, a little stores, look like whatever's going to be, and nobody's in them. Because somebody ran out of time. They ran out of patience. They ran out of money. They left. God is not going to leave you incomplete. For he completes you. God doesn't start something that he can't finish. Now, you're all messed up right now. You're a mess right now. You're a mess in your mind. You're a mess in your body. You're a mess in your finance. You're just a mess right now. It doesn't matter. But God is going to complete what he starts. He's going to complete you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He that begun a good work in you shall complete it into the day of Jesus Christ. Don't give up. Keep praying. If it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.